0: Well, oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Goddamn,
1: Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. It's so all they had to do one little kick, and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. <sighs> Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening guys? Welcome to the Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not so serious NFL gambler. On today's show, we're going to recap the back three quarters. We've already had four games, 16 games on the week in week 12. I already had four. Great way to start the weekend of Thanksgiving. Three games on Thursday, a game on Friday, wasn't a very good game, but it was still NFL football. And then today, Saturday, as I record this, we got Ohio State and Michigan. And then tomorrow, full slate of NFL. Um, if you didn't skip through the open, uh, I, I like Ohio State. N- no real dog in the fight. Uh, I just like how that that numbers move toward them. So uh, there you go, a little, little bonus for you. Um, we're brought to you by the, the good folks at Betel. Uh, I'll get that out of the way, and then we'll get into the show.
0: Oh, I see it every day online, every single day. Hey, that looks like a great fantasy team in an eight-team league. Oh, wish I could be in a league with you, right? Well, guess what? Now you can respond with, sure, let's play on battle. That's the beauty of this platform. This new battle platform standardizes all position scoring. So you just load your team and you challenge your friend, your colleague, Twitter troll, and you can browse other teams and issue challenges. Battle.com is revolutionizing fantasy football and with code underworld you get a $100 instant deposit match plus a free $10 so even if you deposit 20 you get 50 think about that so go to betel.com the code is underworld betel.com the code is underworld or click a link in the description it's fun to be right
1: There you go. That is our sponsor, Betel, and really good if you play fantasy football, Dynasty fantasy football. That's what I do on my other podcast, The Dynasty Warzone. You can find that on Thursdays here on the Player Profiler YouTube and podcast channel. And then I want to give a shout out. Another Dynasty podcast is The Dynasty Life. That's with Theo Griminger, and Theo kills it on this show. Has had tremendous guests. Uh, he's going to have a not-so-tremendous guest at some point. He's invited me to come on We're going to talk about dynasty fantasy football. So, if you like dynasty as well as gambling on the NFL, great thing to check out with Theo and his illustrious group of guests. So, I'm going to jump right into this. Uh, A lot to cover because we got a lot to cover. Um, We'll start with Survivor, as we always do. Um, Been crazy out there in Las Vegas. For those of you watching with me live on Twitter or YouTube, I'm going to add up the, uh, I'm going to pull up the the, the the Survivor Nuggets. So going into week 11, they had 609 live teams. 235 took the Commanders. So they went from 600 and change. And if you see on the graphic, you see a couple other teams. The Chargers cost uh, a couple of people. But the big loser last week was the Commanders. Uh, we got lucky when, when I was still active, I made it through week seven with, with my survivor entry, we got lucky with the commanders. They barely squeaked by the Josh Dobbs led Arizona Cardinals, but the commanders did everybody dirty. And and I, I know why they took it. You know, they're playing Tommy DeVito game. They're supposed to win, but, but that did a lot of teams bad. So they went from 609 down to 371. And then you look at the contest. Remember, we talked about uh, the week of Thanksgiving. You had to do two sets of picks. You had to pick one game from Thursday, Friday. This is why I hadn't been using the Cowboys all year. I wanted to save the Cowboys for this particular week. And, And then you have to pick again for this coming weekend's 12 games. Well, as you see, the Lions on Thursday did another 216 people Dirty. The Cowboys got there. The Dolphins got there. The Packers got there. The Niners got there. The Jets cost five additional people, and the Seahawks cost them one. So, you know, we're, they're down to a hundred in the teens, like 118, if I'm doing the math quickly, correct in my head. So, 118 people are now battling for nine million bucks. So, these things will start to sell. Um, this is a tweet from Survivor Sweat. I share this with you guys every week as well. And this tells you some of the numbers that I just you know rattled off. Um they've got about a hundred and six entries left. So each entry is worth sixty grand. Um, again, obviously, everybody wants to win them you know nine million dollars or or whatever it is, but the the goal is to just keep pushing this thing forward to where to where you make some money. so I, I think this kind of stuff's be extremely fascinating. Uh, who will win it? Who knows? Um, if I had an entry, I would be probably be selling it. I paid a thousand for it. Would like to have you know m- money in my hand. So that is the survivor uh, for the week. Uh, last week, the the ones that I mentioned using, we had the Dolphins hosting the Raiders. That was a win. We had Dallas. If if you felt like using Dallas, I did not recommend using Dallas because I was saving Dallas for this week. But uh, that was a win. The Commanders. Hosting the Giants, we just heard that took over a third of the entries going into week 12, or excuse me, week 11. Uh, Then other ones that I liked last week that I thought took some balls, a little bit of uh, guts. Steelers at the Browns, that would have been a loss. The Steelers came back and and lost that game. Congratulations. Uh, I had the Lions hosting Chicago. They had to come back and win that game. Uh, The Jags hosting the Titans, that was an easy one. And then the Broncos, backdoor late into the game. Broncos managed to squeak by the Vikings, but another big week. Um, Again, week 12 in Survivor, you have to pick from the past three games. I would have had the Cowboys out of those games. Going into this weekend, this is why I had been saving the Chiefs. I had been saving the Chiefs and the Cowboys for week 12 because I like the Chiefs at the Raiders. Now, the Raiders have been feisty. The Raiders have been doing really well. They won a couple of games against the Jets and the Giants, covered the spread against the Dolphins, and now they're at home to the Chiefs, a I, I, I hated division rival. I, I just think the Chiefs get there. I think the Chiefs now more than, than ever have to win every single game because the Ravens continue to do real well. It's a great spot for the Chiefs, and they do so well in Las Vegas. Um, the ones that I take, think would take some, some some balls, some testicular fortitude this week, number one would be the Pats, the Patriots at the New York Giants. I'm not going to let, we're going to talk about this game later, but I, I like the Pats quite a bit in this game. Titans hosting Carolina. Um, I will cover that as we get into uh, the body of the show. But the reason why I like the Titans is the Titans have played three home games. Now think about that for a second. The, the, we're like week 12, going into week 12, and the Titans have only played at home three times. Uh, crazy as that is to say, but when they've played in Nashville, in Tennessee, they are 3-0, and and they're hosting Carolina. Uh, the Rams of the Cardinals. This is the fact that Sean McVay and Matt Stafford just own the Cardinals, and I know they've gotten Kyler Murray back and they've looked feisty. I think the Rams believe they're a playoff team, and you, you see Seattle—they they just lost. They're six and five. I think if the, the Cardinals win this one, they go to five and six, and the NFC teams like Green Bay, teams like the Rams, they could get back into the playoff mix very quickly. And then last week, I got—I got lucky to a degree, unlucky in other ways with the Broncos hosting the Vikings. So that is our survivor segment. Um, next year, guys, put it on your calendar, mark it down. You got to get into a survivor contest. It's so much fun. There's there's a reason the Twitter handle Survivor Sweat is out there. It's because it's a sweat, but it's a fun kind of sweat. And if you can stay right for more than half the season, there's a good opportunity to make a little bit of a profit. So uh, moving on, I'm going to move on to my pick'ems, the, the pick'em contest that I've been doing with the guys over at pregame.com. I had a 5-0 and o week, and then it's been back-to-back rough weeks, and this is what makes the NFL so much fun to bet and so maddening to bet. Uh, Steelers, I had a bad line. When this game kicked off, the Steelers were actually laying a point and a half to the Browns. I had the Steelers plus a point and a half. Didn't matter. Browns won. Uh, that was a loss. Another maddening game. Chargers at Green Bay. I, I should always know better than to put the chargers on my card, but I, I do it anyway. You know, they have lost or won like every game this year by three points or less. If you go look at their 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 game by game game log of like what was their final outcome, like I said, they've won or lost just about every game by three. No one blows them out. No, they don't blow out anybody. They managed to lose this game. Uh, Quentin Butterfingers Johnston literally dropped the game-winning touchdown. What are you going to do? You, you move on. Um, the Rams. And this one right here. I got lucky to get the win, but it's the Rams against the Seahawks. The Rams do real well against the Seahawks. That's what they do. Uh, so I'm going to go to the Rams again this week. Uh, Broncos minus two. This one right here. I didn't have any business being in this game. It was the two-point conversion that they didn't get that cost me to cover. The Broncos won by one. Uh, they scored the touchdown. They've got to go for the two-pointer there. Had they got it, it's a, it's a different conversation. And then speaking of Butterfingers, good old MVS, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He did his best Quentin Johnson impersonation and just let one go right through his hands. In a game that the Chiefs should have won easily, it shouldn't have come down to that play. Tough beat, but we will move on. Um, My pickems for this week. Uh, I'm going back to the Steelers. Laying one against a backup quarterback. The difference? The Bengals don't have the Browns' level of defense. I also like the new OC bump. Uh, The Steelers fired Matt Canada this week. And I think you're going to see a rejuvenated offense with the Steelers. So I'm going to lay one with the Steelers. Uh, Next game. I'm going to take the Colts minus two and a half at home to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers aren't a very good football team. And and, and I know I've heard people argue for for the Buccaneers talking about they went into Houston and played them. So I I get it. They played Houston so close and and, and this, that, and the other. The Colts can pass the ball. And it came out on Thursday, or maybe it was Friday, that the Buccaneers are going to be without uh, Levante David and their other Devin White is also on the the questionable list and uh, they're they're down to safety as well so they're banged up on defense I think the Colts at home have been a problem for a lot of teams they played the Jags tough at home they got jobbed against Cleveland at home the Colts at home a different game Uh, and, and the Colts feel like they're in the playoff mix they're five and five I think the Colts get it done I'm gonna lay the two and a half Patriots minus three and a half. Now this one, I really, really wanted. I really wanted to to get it three. The contest line was three and a half. I'll just take the Patriots defense against the New York Giants. I know that Tommy DeVito looked like a, a real quarterback last week and had three touchdowns. And you know his mom's making you know chicken parm for all the guys, and you know he's going home and mom makes his bed. But this is Bill Belichick. The first time a a young quarterback faces Bill Belichick is ugly. Uh, If you're you're playing in DFS or they're available, I would want the Patriots defense. I don't know that they're going to get all of their defensive guys back. I don't think it matters. I am taking the Patriots minus the three and a half. I'll just count on a a defensive score. Don't care if the offense does anything. I'm going Patriots minus three and a half. I'm going to go Browns plus one and a half. And this is not so much a bet on DTR This is a bet on that defense. That defense, coming into the season, I thought maybe San Francisco was the best defense in the league. I thought Philly would be in the conversation. Baltimore always in that mix. But this Browns defense and Miles Garrett right now, goodness gracious, just crushing people. And I was always a Sean Payton believer, and I I, I liked what I thought he could do. I just don't know that Russ can dink and dunk his way down the field. So – the best unit on the field is Cleveland's defense. The next best unit on the field may be Cleveland's offense. I don't trust Denver's offense at all. And their defense, while playing better, hasn't been great. So I don't love lay, I don't love it on the road. I would love it in Cleveland, but I'm still going to take the Browns plus one and a half. And then my 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 final game: Rams on the road, lane one at Arizona. Same thing. Uh you can count on Sean McVay getting his ass kicked by the San Francisco 49ers, but you can count on him kicking the crap out of the, the the Seahawks and the Cardinals every single time. Uh, I like this. I think the Rams, you know, they're getting Kyron Williams back off of IR who ran for a hundred and I think 50 yards against the Cardinals last time Cooper cup. They've already said Cooper cups going to play. And again, you know, why did the Rams go out and sign Carson Wentz? Why, you know, are, are they, you know, getting all their guys back. Cooper Cup playing on a, a less than 100% angle, ankle. It's because they believe they can go to the playoffs with this team. And if they believe it, I believe it. So those are my pickums. Uh, Real quick, I will throw them back out you know, one more time. You know, it was hard to find five this week, given that there's already been four games. That not being what it is, we're going to move on to the Steelers minus one. Colts minus one and a half. The Patriots minus three and a half, the Browns plus one and a half, and the Rams plus one. We're going to get to the portion of the program where I've been doing real well. We've been doing uh, pretty good, uh, especially lately with the Pickums. But if you want to play Pickums, a great place to do it is underdog.
0: It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from Pick'em games, specifically underdog Pickums. And how do you do it? Well, you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one Jets Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Oh, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode. So we'll go Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson more than, Madison less than, but also Swift more than. Boom, 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 boom that's how you do it with the underdog pickems, and you use promo code underworld to get a 100 instant deposit match up to hundred dollars you put in a hundred underdog matches that deposit up to a hundred bucks with promo code underworld go start picking
1: there you go our friends over at underdog promo code underworld all right, Pick'em's last week went two and three on official picks and three and two on my leans. Um, that's the way that I've been doing it the last couple of weeks. That's the way that I'll keep going. Uh, Nineteen and eighteen on the season. Last week started off super hot, even on the likes and the leans in the one PM window. Last week we had Gibbs over his receiving yards. That was a hit. We had Luke Musgrave over his receiving yards. That was a hit. We had Jerome Ford over his rushing yards, and that was a miss. And uh, you you really saw Pittsburgh's defense clamp down on him. And then the one that I threw in for fun, it was the only anytime touchdown prop that I had said all year. It was Tony Pollard getting his uh his, his TD on against the Carolina Panthers. So started off hot, three and one in, in the first window. Four o'clock, equally hot. Took George Kittle over three and a half. That hit took Debo under four and a half. That hit. So great, you know, through the through the first you know, part of the day, we were five and one and cruising. Then uh we hit the iceberg, if you will. I uh, had Javante Williams over 16 and a half receptions. He finished with, um, excuse me, 16 and a half receptions, 16 and a half yards. And he had 16. So I missed that one by a half. Cortland Sutton over four and a half receptions. He had four. The hooks got me on both of those. Uh, and then Monday Night Football had DeAndre Swift over two and a half uh, receptions. That was a hit. He had three. And then the one that was the biggest miss by the biggest margin was Isaiah Pacheco under 49 and a half yards. I think he had 47 at the half and 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 he was cruising. So on the week, it went two and three and three and two. So five and five on the week. Uh, started off hot, cooled off late. Uh, again, 19 and 18 on the season, but we've added the number of picks and and props to the thing. So I'm gonna pull it up on the, the YouTube here, uh, on on the live stream, and I'm gonna to go to this week's official bets 1 p.m window, 1 p.m. window. We are going to go Evan Ingram over 45 and a half receptions. Uh excuse me, I keep doing this over 45 and a half receiving yards. Lay 110. I, I don't this is the number that I don't understand. So I'm always going to take the number I don't understand because I think the casino, in this case, the sportsbook, MGM, grand is wrong. I think this game is going to be a shootout. And if you look, the Houston Texans are one of the five worst defenses in the league in yards allowed to the tight end position. You add in what I think is going to be a shootout. He's the number, I'm going to say he's the number one option, but not on every single week. You know, You'll see a Calvin Ridley week. You'll see a Christian Kirk week. But maybe he's not the number one option, but he's the most consistent option. I'm going to take Evan Ingram over 45 and a half receiving yards, lay 110. I also like his receptions prop. It was four and a half. Uh, that did not make the show. Uh, Colts game Colts and Buccaneers. I'm going Jonathan Taylor as my second bet under 80 and a half rushing yards. Don't know where this number comes from. The, maybe it's the Levante David being out. Maybe it's Devin White being banged up. I don't know, but I know that they're, I know that the Buccaneers are really good against the, against the rush and really bad against the pass. Uh, I had some Michael Pittman numbers in here, but that's my 1 PM lean, excuse me. That's my 1 PM second bet. Jonathan Taylor under 80 and a half leans. And I really like these leans in the, in the one o'clock window. Ramondre Stevenson if you listen to my dynasty content you know that I am not a big Ramondre Stevenson guy I really like Ramondre Stevenson in this spot I like what he did against the Colts in Germany had a week off to get healthy to get right Uh, this is another really strong lean for me I I like Ramondre quite a bit and then this one right here again it's a lean Chris Olave under 69 and a half receiving yards Atlanta's defense is good AJ Terrell's good. And now that Michael Thomas is out, it's just going to be more pressure on Chris Olave. He's going to be treated like a number one. The reason why this is a lean and not an official bet, it's because he's Chris Olave. You could easily get behind the defense for one and and, and score a 40-50 yarder. I will say, I, I, I will say that the Derek Carr playing, he's back from the concussion, that Derek Carr playing. Is another reason why I leaned under to Chris Olave's prop here. I just the chemistry's not there. Derek Carr doesn't throw the YOLO balls that Jameis Winston does. Uh, bummed for Chris Olave. I think I think he's a great fantasy player. He's a great dynasty player, but just not been the perfect mix of uh, situations for him with Derek Carr. So 1 p.m. window. I'm going to recap that right now. We're going Evan Ingram over his yardage prop. We're receiving yardage prop. We're going under Jonathan Taylor's rushing prop. We're going over Ramondre Stevens' rushing prop. And we're going under Chris Alave's receiving prop. Moving on, 4 o'clock window, Jerome Ford. Now, he got me last week. I am going right back to the Jerome Ford well. And this is, A, I believe he's the best running back on the team. Nothing against Kareem Hunt or the other Jags on the on the Cleveland Browns roster. But it's just, this is a play against Denver's defense. I watched Ty Chandler and Alexander Madison just, for lack of a better term, just run wild. Just run, 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 run. And and what does Cleveland want to do? They're going to want to establish the run and play defense. Uh, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going back to the well. I'm going over 48 and a half rushing yards for Jerome Ford. Uh, Another prop that I like. Going back to DeAndre Swift, over two and a half receptions. I'll be honest, Friday, had I done the juice on Friday, and the reason why I'm doing this on Saturday is I had family things come up and had to take care of that. I already had Brees Hall over his receptions props. It's just coming along, coming along, coming along, and and as the season gets longer, you see a, a stronger pattern of usage. That's what I see with DeAndre Swift. And I was surprised he only had three last week, especially as they were coming from behind. This is a great spot for him. Buffalo, not super good against the the running backs receiving game. And I think this is going to be a sneaky shootout. Uh, great game. Finally, a four o'clock game I'm looking forward to. But in the four o'clock window, we're going over Jerome Ford, 48 and a half rush yards. And we're going over two and a half receptions for DeAndre Swift. And uh, what should be the, the game of the day? Uh, another good game. Uh, because all the Chargers do is play close games. We're playing the Bears. Let's make it a close game. Hey, We're, we're playing the Chiefs. Let's make it good team, bad team, doesn't matter. The Chargers are going to make it a close game. Ravens at the Chargers. Uh, Isaiah likely over 29 and a half receiving yards. This is a is a is a two-way prop for me. One, I love Lamar and how Lamar uses a tight end. And there's a reason why Mark Andrews has been so good and so dominant for fantasy over the last few years. But it's also the Chargers. The Chargers are in the bottom five in the league against the tight end position as it relates to yards allowed. I was actually surprised the number was this low. I was expecting 39 and a half to be the number. I really like it. Uh, Rashad Bateman banged up with a foot. Odell Beckham Jr. banged up with a shoulder. Um, And and that ties me directly into my lean in the 8 o'clock window is Zay Flowers, over 65 and a half receiving yards. I I just mentioned all of the things. A, I think he operates in the quadrant of the field, the area of the field where Lamar likes to work. The other wide receivers are banged up. Uh, If they're going to get passing yards in this offense, it's going to come through Zay Flowers. It's going to come through Isaiah Likely. And if you look right here on this screen, if you're watching live on the YouTube street, you notice that Gus Edwards has a receiving yardage. Now, there are, there are running backs out there this week. You know I didn't double-check, but like Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, their receiving actual receptions prop is in that 4.5 range. Gus Edwards, that's his yardage. You can go Gus Edwards over 4.5 receiving yards. I mean, that's, that's one check down where he just – Maybe it's its only catch of the game. I I, I thought that one was interesting. I didn't put that on there. We'll call that our second lean with Zay Flowers. And then Monday Night Football. It's all about DJ Moore. Uh, DJ Moore, his yardage prop has been around mid to high 50s for the last several weeks, including with Tyler Bajant and now with Justin Fields. Minnesota, not very good against the pass. And... You'll see another DJ Moore prop here in just a second. This is a bank on DJ Moore taking a, a, you know, he could take a bubble screen 50 yards. We've seen him do it a couple of times this year. Um, Clearly the best option on the field and the option that Justin Fields looks for the most. So this one was pretty easy. I, I would have expected this to have been in the Zay Flowers range, to think that I can get DJ Moore at 58 and a half in a better matchup than I can with Zay Flowers against the Chargers, Made this an easy pick for me. The one that I can't guarantee or don't feel like there's as much control over was DJ Moore over four and a half receptions. I will say the reason why it's a lean is because Justin Fields does have a tendency to only have eyes for DJ Moore. A little bit for Cole Komet, but DJ Moore has been a very usable wide receiver for fantasy, and I like his prop here. So the primetime games, we are going Isaiah Likely over His yardage, receiving yardage prop. We're going Zay Flowers over his receiving yardage prop. We're going DJ Moore over his receiving yards uh, prop. And then we lean to DJ Moore over four and a half receptions. So there you go. Um, I just want to thank everybody for the support. Uh, Normally we do this show about, about 12 hours ago. Like I said, I had some family things come up but I appreciate the support. We're gonna be here through the playoffs and through the Super Bowl. Uh, Do have some guests lined up once we start getting into that Super Bowl range, make it a little bit more fun and interactive for you. But you guys go out, have a great weekend. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, As always here at Player Profiler, we're very thankful for all of the supporters and the people who enjoy the content that we put out. Even on a holiday weekend, we are in fact, working on the weekend, but we hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the football and I'll see you next week.
0: Thanks guys. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the all in package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content, is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Figure we're a little juice? ooze. Uh, no, we think that you ooze. When we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing.
1: We won a game yesterday. We win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.